your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And for today, we will be talking about a little bit Bo Byram, uh, a little bit more on Greg Pattern, who they acquired from Minnesota uh, for Ian Cole. Talked a little bit about that yesterday. Uh, maybe just throwing something out there that could happen with Pattern himself. You never know, but I'll just throw it out there and see what people think. And we will also talk about what do the Avs need to do tonight Maybe, although they played a, a good game, I wouldn't say it's a, it was a great game, a lot up and down. So what are some things that they need to tighten up going into game number two against the Kings? So uh, we will cover that. And a question that the NHL official Twitter page threw out about the Colorado Avalanche, which got me thinking. So we're going to cover all that stuff. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets. On Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche and send any questions, comments, concerns, or opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. Speaking of Twitter, I did put up a poll, and I figured I would do this uh, after every game. Kind of put up who a poll and who we thought was maybe the player of the game. Basically the number one star. But since we, we are the Locked On Podcast Network, we are calling this the Locked On Star of the previous game, the last game, the most recent game. And uh, I will always put up three players, and the fourth will be an other, and the other will be for comments, if you think it was somebody than the other three that I put up there. For this one, I put Matt Calvert for his incredible hustle, which is nothing new for him, but he just had an extra gear in that game. Put him up there. Put Nathan McKinnon for his 500th point. Put Brandon Saad for his first avalanche point, which was a goal. And then I put in, uh, for this one I did put four, because I just had to include, and I labeled it as those sweet, sweet kits. Because I love them. I thought they were great. Uh, I know a lot of people don't seem to like them. But the mismatch colors, uh, just the white jerseys people hate. So when last year when the Avalanche just had the white jerseys with the black pants, didn't do anything. The the home jerseys, the blue, the blue and burgundy with the black pants, those look good. Now they've switched to blue pants for both. I think it makes the white ones pop. I do. And that's tough to do with a white jersey. So I loved them. I'm glad that they're here. I hope they're here for a little while. Uh, that came in last. Uh, number one for people on Twitter was Nathan McKinnon and his 500th point. So no surprise there. Matt Calvert was second. Brandon Saad was third. And uh, so follow on Twitter if um, you want to get involved in that. We'll put those up after every game. It Depending on when you're listening to this, there still might be some time left to go vote on it. So check out the Twitter page, LOPN underscore Avalanche. And if there is time, throw in a vote. And speaking of Twitter, uh, I guess we'll start with this. They put up... A, let me go get to it. So they, they put up 
I say they, it wasn't the Avalanche. It was the NHL. The NHL's Twitter page put up a graphic with 12 Avalanche players. And it says, all-time five. Who do you think are the five best Avalanche ever? And their tweet was, uh, we'll, we'll, I can't remember how they worded it, but we'll slot in Joe Sackick for you. Because everybody's going to have him in here, which makes sense. I guess you could go off of anybody. You know, they give you 12 players here. Uh, I mean, if you wanted to go outside of the box and pick someone outside of this, these 12, you could. But they have Hayduke, Landeskog, Tangay, McKinnon, Forsberg, Kamensky, Tyson Berry, Adam Foote, Rob Blake, Ray Bork, and Patrick Waugh. And it got me thinking, the top five all-time and I retweeted this and put up the question, is it time to put Nathan McKinnon in there? And for me, a lot of times when, when you want to – it's very tough for me to ever really say a player is a greatest of all time when their career isn't done. I mean, if it's towards the end of their career, you can say things like that. You know, like uh, like LeBron James, he, you know, who knows how many years he has left, but he's played enough years where you can put him in probably the top five all time. Uh, when it comes to the Avalanche and, and their specific team, even though Nathan McKinnon is 25 years old, can we already slot him into the top five all-time Avalanche? I think he can. You know, he's at 500 points already, which I think is seventh all-time for the Avalanche. Uh, he, he leads his draft class by almost 100 points, not quite 100 points. But obviously, you're putting Joe Sackick in here. Obviously, you're putting Peter Forsberg in here. Obviously, you're putting Patrick Wan here. That's three. I would put Adam Foote because he's, you know, outside of Forsberg, he's one of my favorite players. A lot of people are putting Ray Bork, and I wouldn't put Ray Bork in there because he doesn't have tenure with the Avs. Is it the best moment in Avalanche history? I think without a doubt that is the best. Ray Bork's winning the cup is probably the best moment in Avalanche history. But as far as all-time players for the Avalanche, I can't put him in there. So I think, yeah, I think, you know, as young as he is, I think Nathan Kinn is already a top five all-time Colorado Avalanche. And by the time it's all said and done, I really, if, if he can complete his career, we are really early on in that. If he can complete his career as an Avalanche, and continue on the trajectory he is on, it, I mean, that is going to be a debate for all time. Who is the best Avalanche player of all time, Joe Sackick or Nathan McKinnon? And that is going to be a great debate to have, which there probably will never be a right answer for that. Uh, but that that is, what, 10 years in the future, minimally? But it's it's fun to think about right now. And I do, and I, and I, I am in the camp where, yeah, even though he doesn't have a, a, a long career yet, I think it just speaks to how incredible of a player he is, uh, where I am slotting him into the all-time top five Colorado Avalanche. Because I'm big on tenure, and I'm big on how long has the guy been playing for. And you get this all the time in football, like Patrick Mahomes right now, is being thought of as the second coming of Peyton Manning. And I'm not going there yet. The guy's been in the league three or four years. 
I mean, does it look like he could? Yeah, it does. Uh, but football's a different animal. So, you know, come back to me in 10 years with him, and if he's still producing like that, then by all means, slot him in where you ever want to slot him in for all time. And I'm saying for all time of NFL. Again, this goes back to just the Avalanche team. I, I, man, I think you have to. I mean, you you could make a case for Tangay. You definitely could make a case for Hayduk. Um, and I think that I think that would be who McKinnon would would be just over is is Milan Hayduk in my opinion. Uh, but I want to know what you guys think. Is is Nathan McKinnon already a top five all time player for the franchise of the Colorado Avalanche? Let me know. Uh, get a hold of me on, like I said, Twitter. Definitely email me and give me your top five. Like I said, I'm sure Sackick's on there. I'm sure Forsberg and I'm sure Wah. Those are your three. Uh, who's four and five? Interesting stuff. So let me know. And we are going to take a quick little break. But first, we are going to hear from our friends at betonline.ag. And the football I mentioned, it's happening. And people like putting money down. I sometimes do. I sometimes don't. I just know I'm not that good at it, so I don't put a lot down. But if you want to make the games interesting, give betonline.ag a shot. It is uh, the one place that has you covered and the one place we here at Locked On trust. So sign up today for a free account. That's betonline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you get a 50% welcome bonus. So whatever your first deposit is bet online adds 50 percent more so don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code locked on to get a 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit bet online your online sports book experts all right we will be right back with some bowen byram and some greg pattern okay so some news on bowen byram and Andre Burkowski, I didn't mention Burkowski yesterday, but obviously he didn't play. Uh, we don't know why. Uh, he was given the day-to-day diagnosis, just like Pavel Francouz was. So we might find out today, at some point before the game, if he is back. Uh, maybe, depending on the injury, I'm not trying to take away anything from the Kings, but uh, maybe the Avalanche, if it's something where he might need an extra day, they give him the extra day because uh, how they performed with what they had wasn't too bad. Um, and I think if the, you know those guys go out there again, they know some of the things that they need to improve on, and maybe they do it and give Burkowski another day off. So that remains to be seen. Bo Byram, on the other hand, is, like we said, he is with the Avalanche. His quarantine time is over. And there is grumblings about when he will officially take the ice. I don't think anybody knows for sure, but even Adrian Dater, who, you know, some people trust him, some people don't. I think he's usually accurate. Uh, He said that very possible he could be on the ice against the Ducks. Uh, I believe the second game. So I don't, uh, I don't have the schedule in front of me, but I think that would be. Let's see. So they're, what is they're playing this here? Let me check the schedule really quick. So I think he said it would be the the second game. So let me see. Okay, they're playing. Oh, they got, yeah, that's right. They have a back to back. So they're playing tonight against Kings, and they're playing tomorrow. 
And I remember in his tweet, he said Friday. So maybe the first game. Maybe he's there that first game. Or uh, I think at the latest, it's next week. I think uh, they have the Sharks. And then they go into the weekend. They play a weekend series against Minnesota for two games. I think if not for the Duck series... I think at the latest, uh, he is he is on the ice for the Shark series. We don't know. We're hearing different things. I've heard both. I've heard next week, and then I, and then like I said, Dater put up where uh, he, he could be on the ice on Friday. Whenever it happens, it's going to be exciting for Avalanche fans. So we'll keep a close eye on that. Um, I would watch if you can. If it's not blacked out for you, uh, if you can watch the game tomorrow, I'm sure they'll update some people on it. And then definitely watch the post-game press conference after the Kings game is, Kings game is over because you know people are going to be asking Bednar about that. So uh, if there's anything that comes on about that, again, follow me and uh, I, I will post that as soon as I find out because people are getting anxious about that. Uh, but it's happening. It, it will should not be very long before we see him on the ice. Now for how long? That's another question. We know that Greg Pattern is now with the Avalanche. He did practice. He does not have to quarantine because the two teams were, I think, because they were in the same state or however however it works in the NHL, he didn't have to quarantine. Um, He's been doing the protocols. He is with the Avalanche. He could play tonight. Uh, And like, like I said yesterday, Greg Pattern is not going to move the needle uh, for the Colorado Avalanche. It wasn't a, a pickup where it's like, oh, that is going to put the Avalanche over the top. And I don't think that's you know a move that the Avalanche were looking to make. They're happy with the team that they have. But for Greg Pattern personally, you see this a lot, where guys just need to be on a winning team. For them to kind of, I don't want to say turn his career around, but just to play better. You know, Greg Pattern is is not the greatest defender. He's, I don't want to say he's the biggest liability, but he's not a guy that you're putting on the ice and expecting miracles from. And I don't think you're going to put him on the ice with the Avalanche expect miracles just because he's playing on Colorado. But from a personal standpoint, he said it. If you go read articles, he said, this might be my one and only shot to win a cup. And it's almost the vibe of, you know, when you do nothing on the test and uh, when you do nothing on the group project and still get an A, uh, that might be what's tagged to Greg Pattern. But in the end, if they do win a cup, he's a Stanley Cup champion and he'll be on the cup. And when that is dangling in front of you, sometimes you just play better. And sometimes when you're playing with guys like Landeskog and McKinnon and even Kale McCarr, who's young, much younger than him, by like a decade, uh, when you just see how they play and you're playing with kind of superstar level players, you kind of turn it up another notch. And not saying like another notch for Greg Pattern is all-star caliber play, but it could be enough to help the avalanche out, which is really all they're really looking for him to do. It's kind of fill in slots every once in a while. So this will be his third, third, fourth team. Played with Minnesota, Dallas, and then Montreal. Started with Montreal. So 
never really played with, like I said, like the Nathan McKinnon level of player. And maybe this just bumps up his his play, his effort a little bit. Again, not anything that at the end of a game, you know, Greg Patterson's going to be in the the top three stars of the game. But it's just a more of a personal thing. Um, and, and I think he has that. Everybody wants to win the cup. Doesn't matter if you're drafted in the first round or the seventh. You want to win a cup. And when you go play for a good team, sometimes that just makes it, it takes the be- it brings the best out of you. And you see it all the time in in baseball and even in basketball. Baseball specifically, though, uh, because baseball is so you're either on a good team or a terrible team. So and those are long seasons. So when you get traded to like the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers, sometimes the batting average increases a couple ticks. And that's all it takes sometimes to maybe win a game or two. So I and he's gonna be one of those taxi squad guys. He's not gonna be a guy that's, you know, getting a ton of minutes. And like I'm saying, all this is just from a personal level, not not a team wow, look at Greg Pattern going off level. Just a personal when he looks back saying like those were the best years or maybe a year, which we're all assuming uh, my best year playing was in Colorado. And if that's the case, I think that's somewhat of a win for, for everybody involved. So uh, I don't know if he's going to play tonight. That's another thing that we'll have to watch as the day goes on. Uh, it's very possible. He might very possibly he might for tonight to uh, get the avalanche kind of, prepared with EJ and Byram and we'll see how it goes. But uh, he's here. We have him for as long as we have him. So uh, let's welcome him in and hopefully he can play well on the defensive side of things. So what do the Avalanche need to do as a whole for tomorrow to kind of improve upon the performance, which was up and down. We gave one against the Kings. We will talk about that next but first, we are going to hear from people at rockauto.com. And with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing only the brands his warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivery, is direct to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, so just to recap quickly, Avalanche 3-2 victory, the first game against the Kings, and had the game pretty much in hand for 75% of the game, 
And then in that last 25, the Kings made it interesting. So what do the Avalanche need to do to prevent that from happening? Because we don't want to start having these conversations like we did last year about the Avalanche struggling a little bit to close out games and have third periods where they just have those five, six-minute lapses that just throw the game into chaos. Uh, There were so many games that they lost last year uh, because of that. And you don't want to start off that way this year. And they haven't. But uh, when the Kings scored those two goals, you can't tell me you weren't starting to think, here we go again. So what do the Avs need to do? I said in yesterday's show, they, they have to stop getting cute. And they got that first goal early from Brandon Saad. And then you saw the excess passing. And there were so many times where somebody had a shot. And maybe it was a low percentage shot, but you still take it because maybe there's a rebound that had, maybe it gets kicked out to somebody that's, you know, coming down the slot and they have a better angle, but they didn't do that. They would pass and make the extra pass and give the Kings time to recover on D. It it, it happened too often. It seemed to settle down as the game went on. It happened a lot in the first and then it didn't happen so much. So I think they probably talked about it and hopefully they don't do it as much. Power play looked good two for six yesterday on power play, but you that's something that you have to keep in mind. You know, people are still uh, thinking of last year and the inability to really score at a normal clip on the power play. So I think fans and even you know coaching staff is going to be looking at a bigger sample size of the power play before they can say, We've gotten over that hump. Two games in a row, pretty good. Two out of six is good. You'd maybe like to see one more in there. Maybe three out of six would make you feel better. Uh, but the day before, five out of seven, which for a little while was six out of seven, pristine. You know, you're not going to get that all the time. But uh, that's a good jumping off point. So keep that going. Um, and and I think, you know, not having those lapses shoot you're not you're an offensive scoring team you only had 24 shots on goal like kings outshot you um so you want to be the way the avalanche play you should be in the 30 range almost every game there really shouldn't be excuses why you're not approaching 30 shots on goal every single game the way that they play so i think just be a little bit more aggressive i think uh, not not that they uh toned it down but i think they went into that we're up 3-0. Let's just not do anything stupid to give up a stupid goal. Well, it, you know, whether it's a stupid goal or a regular goal, uh, you gave the Kings two of them, and you gave them some hope. And now that might carry over in today, the hope for them. And the way that they played in those last 12 minutes, they can build on that. And you kind of caused that because you let them do it. So now you have to deal with a team that even though they lost – might have some have more confidence going into game number two because I said in yesterday's show when they scored that first goal and when the Kings scored their first goal and they got on the board and they were down three to one, there was still 12 minutes left and the celebration was so subdued. You were like, do they not think they have a chance? And then they got another one and now they really do think they have a chance. But even the Kings were thinking like, well, that's just a goal. We're really not in this. But anything can happen in hockey. You get a lucky bounce and there's a breakaway and 
you got one on the board. So, uh, you know, they, they played an overall good game. Um, definitely things to button up. And uh, I think that they will, they will, they shouldn't struggle to do it. I think they'll kind of enforce their will and be able to do it. We'll have to see what the roster is. Um, you know, probably no EJ, I don't think. Well, no, he'll be in there. He'll be, because he, he did play a little bit. I should say maybe he'll play a little bit more. I think he only got like 10 minutes on the ice. So maybe they'll increase him a little bit. So that'll help. But uh, things remain to be seen. So I think you'll have, I think you'll see a good game because I don't think the Avalanche are happy with the way that they played, especially how they ended the game. So yeah, maybe the Kings will come out ready to go and have some confidence. But I think the Avalanche are going to come out saying like, uh, we let you back into that one and we shouldn't have. So now you're in big trouble like St. Louis was in game two. Uh, so we'll see. That is going to be it for today, everybody. Appreciate everyone tuning in each and every day. If it's the first time you're listening or the 235th time, I appreciate it each and every day. So uh, enjoy the game. We will see you tomorrow where there's another game. First game against the Ducks. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Here's Joby. Go, Abs, go! Go!